Hey out there, my podcast family, welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Today, we're in the Psalm, Psalms 5, verses 1 through 3. First, I'm going to read from the New International Version, and then I'm going to read from the Message, New International Version. Listen to my words, Lord. Consider my lament. Hear my cry for help, my King and my God. For to you I pray. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait patient, expectantly. Here's the message verse. Listen, God, please pay attention. Can you make sense of these ramblings, my groans and my cries? King God, I need your help. Every morning, you'll hear me. At it again, every morning, I lay out the pieces of my life on your altar and watch for the fire to descend. (laughs) The message is so funny to me because it makes it sound so real. Exactly, you know, what, what we're experiencing. But not just the message. I love the way David in his Psalms, I I just love the way he expresses himself because he's so transparent, don't you think? I mean, I can hear the anguish in this passage and the sense that he wants God to act right now, like right now. But in the end, he states that he will wait on God and wait on him expectantly. How is it that David can go from being in pain and emotionally spent and needing a right now miracle to be able to wait until God acts? How can he go that distance? Personally, I think it's his faith in what he's already experienced with God that allows him to have such faith in God. You remember David was a shepherd and he had a lot of time to himself with his thoughts. God drew David close to him at an early age. To me there's no other explanation for the level of intimacy that David had with God. God drew him in early on and in those days of sitting and allowing the sheep to do whatever sheep do, he was able to commune with God, to hear God speak to him. And as he stated to Paul, right, when he came to fight Goliath, he he used the experiences that he had with God and the strength that God had given him when he defeated the bears and the lions. So then what would a giant, right, a giant of a man be to challenge David? Nothing. Because David recognized that his strength was in the Lord, just as God had delivered him as he fought the lions and the bears. He knew God would deliver him with Goliath. He knew where his strength came from. Do we recognize that our strength comes from God, or do we take the credit? I'm going to leave that alone. David gives us an example that it's okay to bring your petitions and your issues before God every day or in slang every day, every day (laughs) to allow God to know, okay, this is what's going on. However, at the end of your list of the demands or laments, the simple statement of I will wait expectantly on you should be at the end of it. That statement alone for me, identified that David expects God to fully answer his prayers. And it is because David knows 
that God will act, that David is able to wait. God has already proven himself to David. So David's like, I I can wait on you, Lord. I know that you've listened. I think our doubt in God is manifested in our anxiety over issues that we've said we've prayed over. (laughs) My cousin Carl told me one time, he goes, you can pray and you can worry, but you can't do both. And he's right. If you've prayed about an issue, then why are you continuing to worry about it? Why do we continue to worry? Do we not believe that God heard us? Do we not know that he will answer our prayer? Do we not remember that no weapon formed against us shall prosper? If we know all of these things, then I go back to the original question. Why then do we worry? Why do you worry? When we worry, which is from the enemy... When a worry comes to your mind, that's when it's time for you to take that thought captive as Paul advises, advises and submit it to God's word. Allow the Holy Spirit to bring those scriptures to your mind that remind you of who God is. Yeah, this is not the time to remember who you are, because frankly, you didn't die for anybody's sins, not even your own. No, you are to remember who who God is, and that there isn't anything that's too difficult for him. Reflect on all of those times when he worked things out for you. Remember those testimonies of other brothers and sisters that you know when he worked things out for them. Stop looking at your situation. Stop concentrating on the negative. And as that old hymn says, count your blessings, look to the Lord. After you reflect on who God is and what he has done for you, then his peace will come over you. And then you, just like David, will be able to end your cries and your laments with, I will wait expectantly on you, Lord. Let's pray. God, we thank you for being a God that we can come to that we can tell you what is on our hearts, that we can cry out to you, that we can cry out for justice, for a break, for compassion, all of those things that you will give us. But we also know that your timing is magnificent. And so we wait for your timing. Help us to not be focused on our circumstances, but focused on you. And allow us to recall how good you have been to us and to celebrate what you have done but also father to celebrate what you have yet to do that as we wait expectantly for you that we already start celebrating how you will deliver us how you will help us get through this season of caregiving with victory how you will help us be good god-fearing parents how we will be a couple that has god in the center of our marriage help us to celebrate that right now and help us to present our hearts before you for you to clean out the bad the negative the worry to remind us that you are god and that there isn't anything that is too difficult for you. We wait expectantly on you, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So today, no worrying, 
no worrying whatsoever. You're going to pray about it, and then you're going to celebrate God, and you're going to wait expectantly for him. Now go and minister the act of caregiving. In the name of Jesus, bye.